Guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of SoCal Watch Reviews, episode 35. Can you believe that, P? 35 is what it is. We in the building. We are in the building. P and myself are definitely in the building to everybody that's been listening to us and has been supporting. We appreciate it. P, give them a, give them a special shout out. One of those things that you, you could only do. Say what? <laughs> this guy's half asleep. Let's try this again, folks. Pete, give these, uh, give the audience uh, uh, a thank you or, or or something special. One of those things that you do. Yo, yo, yo! Listen here, people. You know what I'm saying. Your boy Pete Ross and Miguel want to thank everybody. You know what I'm saying for tuning in to the podcast. Our last episode. If y'all ain't heard that, go back and check that out. You understand what I'm saying? Let us know your opinions and how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Because we all over for discussion and dialogue. So let's get into it. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you haven't checked out episode 34, Watch Haters, it was a banger, Pete. It was a banger. I got messages from different people, both male, female, got some new subscribers to the podcast. We we made a lot of noise. And you know, you know what it is if you're listening to this, again, thank you for for the support. But uh, you know, we we don't like to play the race card. It, we really don't. I mean, we, we grew up as minorities and we're going to die as minorities. So we never play that card, but it resonated with people. It, it really did. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's what's going on the, not in the world, I guess, more in America with Black Lives Matter and just people being hateful and stuff like that. But we just kind of wanted to voice our opinion about how we felt personally. And it was all to do with the watches. It really had nothing to do with him being african-american me being hispanic but hey it resonated with people because we have listeners from everywhere not just here in america we have listeners from around the world uh like i said both male female different nationalities so for them maybe they racism is not a thing in their country maybe it is i i really don't know what it was but you know we we kind of made a decision uh to just continue to be ourselves not that we weren't ourselves but we want to come at you from having the voice of a minority or the, 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 the voice of a minority in the watch game. We understand there's a lot of white people in this game. Now, that's not to say that's 100 percent true, because some of the biggest markets is like China. Right. And China right. buys a lot of watches. They have a lot of money. Dubai has deep pockets. So right. that's not to say that. But everywhere on YouTube that you see, most people are white. Instagram, a lot of the folks that you see rocking these expense pieces are white. We love our white brothers and sisters. Nothing against them. I- I think the best way to put it is to put it like in a hip hop fashion. Do it. Do it, Pete. You know what I mean? Um, You know, we're bringing the watch industry from our perspective, just as hip hop brought the ghetto to people's homes. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. And you know what? That's incredible. You know, when people think watches, they think Rolex, right? But clearly if you go on youtube some of the most successful youtube channels out there are 
$50 Chinese specials, right? People resonate with that. Why? Because it's affordable, it's attainable. So with that said, uh, unfortunately, and this is, this is 100% true, so don't kill me for this. I know that my community, the Hispanic community, those, that's the target audience for these type of watches. People that don't make a lot of money, not necessarily just here in the U.S., but throughout the world. And I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it because it resonates with me as well. Now, I've been blessed with a little bit uh, better position in life to be able to afford a Seiko, but no Rolex, at least not yet. Right. You know what I mean? But hey, I'm I'm loving my Seiko Sarb and my Seiko SKX Flightmaster oh, and yeah. my other watches. And to me, those are priceless possessions. And somebody uh, put it very, very well on YouTube. Actually, it was Teddy Baldessar, which I don't watch a lot of his channel. But when I do, he has some really good perspectives on things. And one of the questions that, that they asked him was about uh, watch prices. And he basically said, look, a $300 watch to a lot of people, it's a lot of money. If you go, he used this, this example, it was beautifully, beautifully put. He said, if you go to the grocery store and your bill is $200, rest assured you're going to be looking in your cart and you're going to be taking some things out because that's ridiculous. That's a lot of money. And unfortunately, us as watch collectors, we become kind of immune. Like, it's just kind of one of those things that like, right. oh, hey, P, this watch has, you know, these features and these specs and it's only $500. Oh my God. Oh, they're giving it away. But you say that to people that are not watch collectors and they go, what are you crazy? $500 for a watch. That's luxury. I'll give you an example. So I was speaking to one of my, one of my uh, colleagues at work. We're talking about a project and I go, Hey, you know, I forgot how I brought it up. And I was like, Hey, so-and-so is, uh, I heard, okay, they got some deep pockets that we're going to buy an AP and uh, he's like, well, what's, what's an AP? So I explained to him, you know, brands. He's like, oh, really? I thought it was just Rolex, of course. You know, so I was like, no, I, I know. That's a misconception a lot of people think. But yeah, you know, Rolex is expensive, but it's not the most expensive. And when I told him the price of an AP, and, and it was granted like in the 20s, 30s, he almost fell out of his chair. He's like, are you kidding me, Gil? I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, I thought an expensive watch was like $10,000. I thought that was the most expensive watch you could ever buy. Mm-mm. That is the perspective of non-watch collecting people. So when we talk about a watch collection and it's an quote-unquote affordable watch collection, well, what do you consider affordable, right? So right. you have 350 here, you have 200 there, you have 150 there, you have 500 there. Well, add it all up. Now you're talking a used car. That's a lot right. of money. So again, we go back to that episode. People with deep pockets are people that have a Rolex and look down upon or whatever, another expensive brand and look down upon people or other collectors. They're wrong because for all, you know, the other guy probably has more money invested in his collection collectively. Right. So anyway, if you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. Um, we stand behind every single word we said on there. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and look, we're going to continue to have uh, guests on this channel and they may be white. They may be Asian, black, Hispanic, guys girls lgbt we don't care we don't discriminate and that's the beauty of this so if you like what you hear subscribe to our channel give us a like uh, so follow us on on uh, instagram and, and again for people who don't know and they get confused my name again is miguel and i run the socal watch reviews youtube channel and instagram uh channel however my boy p join me once I had already started the channel and the podcast. So he joined the channel, but he has his own 
channel and its own Instagram. And furthermore, something that we're trying to figure out, and I'm just going to put it out in the open, my boy P has way more videos than I've ever produced and a lot of Instagram posts, yet he's yet to hit 500 subscribers on YouTube and yet to hit, what, 400 followers on Instagram? And that's a bunch yeah. of yes. Every time he goes across a certain number, for whatever reason, he loses a bunch of subscribers. So we don't know what's going on. Help him out. We, we, he's making an effort. I just hit a thousand on my YouTube channel and I want P to hit that and more. And, and, and we want to continue to spread the love, continue to spread the message. Look, we're not the most knowledgeable horological figures you're going to find out there. That's not us, but you're not going to find another more passionate duo in the watch world than us. We love yeah, that shit, right? We breathe watches. We've gotten in trouble with our peer, with our peers, with our wives, with our families because of watches, because that's mm-hmm. all we think about. That's all we talk about. And we love it. And we will continue to love it. P. Yeah. Well put my brother. Well, absolutely. Put. Absolutely. So, with that said, what are you wearing? I am wearing the Red Shift Seven Exofear. You know what I so mean? So tell me, tell me a little bit about this watch. I've never, I saw it on your Instagram post, and I've never heard of this watch. What is it? Um, I, I posted it before. It's a micro brand. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I actually got this from a watch game. This is actually one of the more nicer watches that I got from them that I really like. So, you know, red down. Looks pretty nice. Sports movement. Bracelet pretty solid. So, Does it have a, 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 a milled uh, clasp or is it stamped? Oh, clasp. Talk to me. Oh, nice. So it's a, butter, it's a butterfly yeah. milled. Butterfly clasp. Okay. A 316 stainless steel mm-hmm. watch. What is it, like a 42? A uh, 40. 40 sapphire yeah. sapphire crystal, sapphire crystal. Yes, very nice very nice red dial very red cool dial. uh so they did something very interesting with the cyclops there you don't see a lot yeah. of watches with that obviously that's a rolex thing right mm-hmm. pretty cool pretty cool yeah, watch very yeah. different right. yeah rotating bezel mm-hmm. yeah okay 120 click 120 click nice yes, nice all right cool well, today I am rocking my vintage Aura's uh, Pro Pilot. I uh, not the Pro Pilot X, but the big pointer, the, the crown big pointer, pointer, the, the yeah. big pointer. So I don't even know what the model is. A big crown pointer date. There you go. Vintage 1950s. It was a gift from my mom. I, I went into it last episode. Yeah, that thing is beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you know what? When I got it, I was I I know vintage watches and I know the sizing, but for whatever reason, when I got it, I was still kind of taken back by how small it was. <laughs> I know it's gonna sound funny, but I I should be used to by now. When I when I give vintage watches, they're they're on the smaller side, and I know that's something that puts a lot of people off. But you got to think of back in the days, right? When when gentlemen were gentlemen. And they wore timepieces to tell time, to be tools, right? So they needed something small. They needed something discreet. They needed something that was going to go under the, the, the sleeve of their, of their beautiful uh, tailored shirt. And uh, now, uh, well, I digress. I was going to say now everything's going to this big oversized thing, but that's not true. That was in the 2000s. Now we're kind of going back to normalizing things and what would you say p now people are in the 38 40 mil 
kind of. 40, 42, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and, and for some reason, me personally, I'm kind of like digging like right now more of the 34, 36 size, the old vintage sizes. Yeah. I'm really I, like getting into those. I was at work and I think I had on the oars. That, uh, yeah, the one that you just bought. Yeah, and the Caliton was like, it's so small. But I'm looking at it like it's not small at all, but I get where it's coming from. But yeah, I'm yeah. really, really digging them sizes right now, them vintage sizes. But again, we, we go back to that whole that whole thing where it's like whatever speaks to you, whether it be a big watch, small watch, go for that. Right? Go for that. Right. You could care less about what people say. And and just just kind of go for that. You know, for me personally, after wearing my SARB, uh my Seiko SARB 033 for so many, so many times. I mean, I wear it all the time. To me, honestly, that's a perfect size. So if, if I were to design my own watch, I would make it a 38 mil. 38 right. mil is a sweet spot for yeah. I think a lot of people. Absolutely. And something that I like about smaller watches, you know, 38 or and, and below is that you could share with your wife, you yeah. know, and it looks good on women. I know my wife has worn my, my notice watch and even the Seiko Flightmaster and she likes it, but it's so big on her that she goes, man, this is so heavy. I can't wear it for a long time. And it starts digging into her, into her uh, wrist, the, the back of her right. hand or whatever, the little crown. So I think if so my if, wife has all but jacked my sword, so right. So that's that. That just proves my point that thirty-eight millimeter and below is perfect for a woman. Oh, you should see. Uh, you should see P. We're on. We're on Zoom right now, and he just he looks like somebody just punched him in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> He's been defeated. <laughs> you got jacked. Uh-huh. Oh man, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I keep talking about the SARB. I keep talking about it because it's my favorite watch in my collection, honestly. And every time I do, it's like P probably hasn't seen that watch. <laughs> when was the last time you wore the SARB, honestly? Honestly, about a year ago. Wow. Yeah. Maybe you should take it back one of these days and just change the strap on it and uh, and, and then try it on. I, I promise you. I promise My, my you. wife is pretty feisty, man, and I don't know if that would be a well, good idea. You know, she... she she has uh, earned that respect. Well, how about how about you give her two options? And either A, let me borrow it and we could share it, or B, I am buying my own and you have your own and I'll have my own, and that way we won't be fighting. It's just an idea. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds like an idea, man. And uh, the the good thing is that P has his headphones on because if I if I was on speaker and his wife was there. She'd probably be uh, not very happy with me right now. So, <laughs> hey. hey, it is what it is, bro. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. But uh, all right, cool. Well, we got a uh, we got a cool little cool little topic today that we were discussing. It's it's something not original to us. I gotta admit that I uh, it was a question that somebody had for the Houdinki Radio. But as soon as I heard it. I paused the podcast. I called my boy P and said, we need to talk about this. What do you think? He's like, absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people is going to, is going to, is going to speak to a lot of people. A lot of people are going to, are going to relate to what we're going to talk about. So P, why don't you tell the people what we're going to talk about? 
I'll let you do it, my brother. All right. Sounds good. Well, we are going to talk about Watch Nirvana. No, not the group. So for everybody listening, let me tell you what Nirvana means. I have it pulled up here on Google. It's a transcendent state in which there is neither suffering, desire, nor sense of self. Mm. And the subject is released from the effects of karma and the cycle of death and rebirth. It represents mm. the final goal of Buddhism. Mm. So mm. the reason we wanted to talk about this is because we wanted to talk about watch Nirvana, about watch the watch goal. Is there a watch goal? As a watch collector, it seems never-ending. The search just seems never-ending, P. You, you know what? I, uh, I had made it my business when I got that Hamilton Douglas to say, I'm not going to buy another watch until I get my bright. Okay. Now I have a timer, not, right? That's, that's and, your goal. Right, right. And I lied to myself because I bought that horse. <laughs> You know what I mean? And uh, is there a goal? Is there a certain place? Yeah, I think there's a certain place that you want to be, but I think it's more like, how can I explain it? It's like breathing air, like like eating a, a nice porterhouse steak. You know what I mean? I like when you get poetic, P. I like when you get poetic. Once you eat a porterhouse, from Outback, you never go back to a rib hour or a T-bone. You got mm-hmm. to have porterhouse. You got to have the first cut of the meat. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And that's yeah. what I think this this whole watch goal thing is about. There is no goal because if there was a goal, you know, you'd be buy one watch and be done, I think. You know what I'm saying? I think it's about passion. I think it's about when you see something that you like that speaks to you. You know what I mean? And you be like, ooh, I want it, I gotta have it. You know what I mean? I think that's what happened to me a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Something that actually spoke to me. I ain't saying I always made the right choices. You know what I'm saying? But most of the watches in my collection, I think, actually spoke to me and I actually liked, you know, so. Yeah. Well, not to deviate a lot from our topic, but we you made a video i forgot which one but somebody commented about oh the seiko's uh, solar seiko that looked like a star mm-hmm. right and somebody commented what on that video about the one watch collection yeah guy said that oh yeah the seiko uh model number sne039 that that watch could almost be a one watch collection you so know? We got talking and we, we want, we're not, we're not going to come up with a, with the answer because we've talked about it, P off the, right. off the podcast and we still can't figure it out. We need your help. So if you're on Instagram, let us know what you think or well, yeah, I guess Instagram is the best way to, to get in touch with us. Uh, right. Ross wristwatch love and then soul count watch reviews. Yeah. And, then, I, and I think one watch collection is the wrong word for it. I mean, instead of just a collection, just, one watch well that's what it, that's okay so let us know dm us or send us a message or or put it in your stories and 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 you know link us in it or whatever we want to know if that's the right term 
one watch collection because we got talking and we're like a collection implies more than one Mm -hmm. so if it's a one watch collection that doesn't make any sense right right and at what point do you become a collector because you own i'm pretty sure everybody owns more than one pair of socks more than one pair of pants more than one pair of different things so does a collector mean that you need to have the same thing just in different flavors or what really constitutes you as a collector so so many questions but in my opinion the best term is just one watch just just one watch so the the word collection should be taken out but you our listeners and myself know that if you're listening to this podcast you are deep in the hobby my friends right you are an addict i mean we we hate to use that word because when we say that word it it, it puts us in in the same not in the same level but it puts us it, it makes you think of like a drug addict or an alcoholic or an it's addict of some sort premise, though it's the same premise you use the same uh, what they call it in your brain as a as an alcoholic or a drug addict use when it comes to being addicted to these type things. Yeah, and and one of the effects of of uh, of getting out of drugs, right? And so I hear I never use drugs, and I I've, so therefore I don't have personal no experience I with he this. Was an avid weed smoker. Oh man, <laughs> no, but check it out. So. One of the things is jonesing, right? It's like you 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 crave it so much that you get nervous, you get angry, you get you just become a different person. And to be honest with you, I've had that with watch collecting. I've had instances where I know that I can't get a watch for whatever reason, like for whatever, whatever reason, and I just get angry, I get nervous, I I can't sleep at night. Um kid you not when i bought that notice from the doctor i was like a little kid i was so excited to get it i didn't sleep well i mean i slept but i could i kept waking up and i was just so excited to get it i was like what is wrong with you like you're a 37 year old guy not just a guy but a dad a husband a guy with responsibilities what the hell is wrong with you why are you acting like a stupid little kid you're waiting for a man toy for your wrist yes Yes. <laughs> what is wrong with me? But you know what? That's that's that I see it all the time, right, Pete? Has mm-hmm. it ever happened to you? Has it ever have have you ever lost sleep over a watch? Yes, yes, I have. Which one? Yes, yes. Uh let me see. So many you lost count. <laughs> so, yeah, like like when I've ordered watches out, especially like that Hamilton Douglas I just got, like I was like waiting on that. Like I kept the tracking on my phone, like the the text messages coming through and shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, this this thing got to hurry up and come on. And it was crazy <laughs> because the the let's say the destination was for it was gonna get here on the 17th. What happened was at the end of the day it didn't make it. So usually it says deliver by 8 p.m. It didn't come by 8 p.m. that day, right? So I'm looking on the uh, the U.S. Postal shit, and they like, well, awaiting delivery scan. So what are you telling me? My watch is still in the fucking truck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why is my watch in the truck? You know what I'm saying? Just waiting to be delivered. You going to disrespect my shit like that? 
You know what I'm saying? So I start coming up with all this bullshit. I say, okay, I need to just calm down. You know what I'm saying? The next day, and then the next day it was like, it didn't come to about four o'clock. So I had to wait majority of the day for oh. it to come. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of like, you know, fucking postal workers. And then, <laughs> not only that, not only that, just like with the oars the other day. I had to go drop a package off at the post office for my wife. So I went in and I looked at the phone and it said, well, your Oris is at the post office, you know what I'm saying? It said the zip code or whatever, where I'm at. So I'm like, okay. So I go in, I say, well, and I showed them on the phone. I said, look, is my um package here? You know what I'm saying? It says it's here. It don't say it's out for delivery, so can I pick it up right now? So the dude's like, I don't know. It might be out for delivery. Well, it doesn't say it's out for delivery. <laughs> it says it's arrived at the unit. So where is it? So he went back and looked, came back. He said, oh, the driver gone. You'll get it today. So you chased the driver, right? <laughs> you got in your car yeah. and you were... <laughs> Man, and that's another one that didn't come that day and I had to wait the next day. Mm. So I had to wait like that Saturday. And that extra day just kills you. It kills Kill you, me. man. Kill me. No, here's another one. So here's, a, by the way, we're just kind of, if it sounds like we're just kind of spitballing and then just off the cuff, of the cu- off the cuff, I'm sorry, off the cuff, it's because it is. We didn't have a plan. We just kind of called each other on a Zoom call. Just said, hey, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and you know what? I think people appreciate this, Pete. I don't know. Do you appreciate it? Let us know. I sound right. like an infomercial. No, it, it calls now, but if, <laughs> if you leave a DM now, whatever. Anyway, another topic I wanted to cover is, does it ever happen to you that you ordered a watch? Hasn't even arrived and you're already looking into another watch. Because that's happened to me. And furthermore, you get the watch, you're waiting, you're excited, you're opening it up and you, you kind of check it out. And then you're like, okay, I'm super excited with this honeymoon stage. But then you're already looking into something else. And you that feel- happens to me all the time. Like I always have different watches and different cues and, but is you know that weird? I mean? Is that is that that's what I'm saying? It's like what what at what end? Like what do you? Where do you need to be in order to satisfy that that need? Because I I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I I lie to myself and say that once I get to my Grail, which is a, a Rolex Mariner, doesn't matter what reference, doesn't matter what year, just a damn Rolex Mariner. I keep telling myself that that's gonna be the day when I stop watch collecting. And that is an absolute lie because I already know that that's not true. I said to myself, if I ever own an Omega Speedmaster, doesn't matter if it's a professional, doesn't matter if it's the reduce, that'll be it for me. I could, I could tell myself that I have a nice Swiss watch and I'm part of the club, quote unquote. Well, I got that guy about two years ago or going on two years and it didn't do anything for me. It satisfied my craving for maybe a month, and then I got another one, and then I got another one, and she's uh, guys. I don't, I don't girls. think it's possible, man. I don't think it's possible. I don't. So, I don't. so do you? How, okay, how many watches in your collection right now, P? More than a hundred. Right. I got more than 
what, I don't know, 23, 24, something like that. So would we sell everything off except the special, special pieces? Would we sell everything off and start over? Have you ever thought about that? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, could you see yourself getting rid of everything and just keeping a three watch collection? Your I can't beater? see myself with three watches. No. Okay. I can't see myself with three watches. Okay. So there's a lot of videos out there that the well, perfect. It depends on what the three watches are. No, and that's a lie. And that's a lie. I guarantee that if somebody gave you <laughs> somebody gave you Rolex Stages, a brightly Navit timer, mm-hmm. and Rolex and Mariner, heavy hitting watches. Right. You'd be happy right. for a while. But then you'd be thinking to yourself, well, what if the watches? Yeah, what if you know this vintage watch is only 50 bucks? This vintage right. watch is only 100 bucks. Right, right. It's just, it's never ending, man. So we, we need your help as, as collect and people listening to this are collectors. Hey, I guarantee there's no normal person that doesn't collect watches listening to this. I'll be very surprised. You never know. And you know what? That's why I got to give Fred respect because he has oh, control. Fred. Okay, so Fred so, has control. Fred Shaluso. So if you, he used to be part of the show. He's still our friend. He's doing some great things on his YouTube channel. He's growing. Absolutely. Here's the thing about Fred, man. Fred is, is into watches. He like deep, like just like us. He loves watches. He breeds watches. He's doing research. His videos are crazy because it's crazy detail, right? I mean, he goes into every single spec. I'm surprised he doesn't even talk about what the function of a screw in that particular piece of the movement does because that's the type of collector that he is. And much respect to our friend Fred. But talk about it, P. How many watches in his collection? I think Fred has five or six watches. No, less. He has... Yeah, Four? he has his very, no. He has his very first watch that he bought is Tissot. Tissot, uh, Omega Seamaster, Cartier, uh, Cartier, Pasha, Pasha, and then his uh, Omega. He's only got Omega. Yeah, no, he already said the Omega Omega okay. Seamaster, and then the other one is the Steinhardt. Okay, so four. four, four watches in his collection. Right, the guy has not bought a watch over a year. He told us like over well over a year. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Crazy. And we're like, hey, Fred, off the podcast, of course. Fred, how do you do it? He's like, you got to have self-control, man. You got you to gotta have a goal and, and, and put money aside and buy that. And we're, uh, much respect to this guy because honestly, P, with the amount of money that we've spent just in 2019 alone in watches, we seriously oh, probably could have bought like a, a, a pretty decent watch. And, I could have already had a Navi time. Yeah, and that's the thing that that we just don't have any self control, and we need help. People, send your best therapist. Right. <laughs> have your therapist DM us. But uh, yeah, so we we just want to know. We just want to know what what do you what do you guys think? Do you guys suffer from this problem? Obviously, Fred, we don't want to hear from you because we know that you do. You you don't got this problem, but we do. Right. But what do you do to remedy that? I mean. Geez, I don't know. I don't know. And how many out you uh, of you out there actually have bank accounts dedicated to watch collecting? I know I don't. I wish I did. Do you pee? You yeah. have a piggy bank? Yes, I got a piggy bank. Oh, look at this guy. He has a piggy bank. So I know Pete's been waiting for that Navitimer for a while, but he keeps 
he keeps putting his uh his, his hand in the cookie jar as, as, as I keep backsliding, man. I keep backsliding. Yeah. You know. But I make sure it's a good backslide though. Like you they say you got good cap and you got bad cap. I try to make good cap, do good cap. You understand? Yeah. Now you know what you, you one day you need to make a whole series about your your watch collection because there's no way you could fit it on one video. You should do that, and then we'll we'll talk about it, and that way people could actually see what we're talking about. But uh, but yeah, let us know. It's just a topic we we kind of wanted to uh, talk about. Let us know what you think. Definitely, if you're a watch collector, at least some of the things that we said uh, maybe are true to you. I don't know. Let us know, and if you have different topics or, or hey you want to come in the in, on the show and talk about it or, or talk about how you overcame your addiction we want to hear from you <laughs> it sounds like a joke man but it's true if, i know if somebody, i know i know it ain't a joke <laughs> it's, it's 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 crazy if you think about it because if you if you tell somebody i have an addiction they'll look at you and they go wow how can i help you right. and then if you tell them i have a watch addiction well, get out of here. What are you talking about? That's the right. stupidest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. How many people? I don't know anybody, P. Maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe somebody listening. Have you met anybody that got in trouble with the wife so much so that they ended up in divorce or separated because of something watch related? Say the guy went and, and blew his, his college, the college tuition of the kids on a, on a Nautilus. Ooh. AP, Olex. I know it happens in the in the car world. I've I've heard about it. Guys going out there having midlife crisis and buying expensive cars, and they end up in divorce and yeah. get in trouble with the wife. Does that um, happen in the watch community? Right, but yo, check it out. If, if this if this will make you feel better, just think about how many people on Instagram post several watches a day, different watches. You know what I mean, like. So you what know, you're trying to tell me is that I should look at somebody with a worse problem than me and it should make me feel right. better. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> just, yo, just think about it. Like, there's no one that we're friends with or that you're friends with on Instagram in the watch game that has only one watch and that's the only watch you see from them. That's true. That's true. Now let's talk about straps. How many do you own? Because I last time I counted, it was over 40, well over 40. Different straps, leather, yep. silicone. Ah, here's here's another confession. Tell us, no man, somewhere around a hundred. Holy smokes, this has become a therapy session, people. So you we know, we have a problem. Straps? No, 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 no. Straps change a watch completely. Yes, I you agree. We've I mean? talked about it completely. Before. So. So I was on this kick to where maybe I don't have to buy another watch if I get another strap. So how many, so, okay. So in that little period of what will last the two days, how many straps did you buy? <laughs> I bought like maybe five different straps Ooh. at once, change it up for the Omega Seamaster and shit. Okay. You know what I mean? And you know, one of the rubber, one of the rubber straps, I was just trying shit out. You know what I mean? And it 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 it, it, it did for a while. Because you kind of go, yeah, that looks good as hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're getting compliments on it. Like, is that the same watch you had on yesterday? It looked different. Yeah, it looked nope. different. different watch. You never, never admit that it's the same. Right. 
Right, okay. say it's a different watch. Always. So it's like, no, it, for a while it did, but after a while it was kind of like same old shit. Okay, so let me ask you something. How often do you change the straps on your watch? I'll admit it. I've changed the strap on my watch three times, one time in one day. In one day? In one day. In the morning, and then we went somewhere, so I wanted to wear the same watch. And then in the evening, we went somewhere else, so I wanted to wear a diff- the same watch, different strap. And I was—I think it was because I had just gotten the watch, and I was so in love with it that I didn't want to take it off. You, 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 you did that, and you were actually going somewhere. I do shit like that, and I stay in the house and play video games. Check this out. <laughs> Peace said this before, but I want you to say it again. What? How many of you out there sleep with your watch on because i don't yeah i sleep with my own. yeah this guy do you shower with your watches no i don't no i don't i don't do that so that's the only thing you don't do you don't shower with your watches but other than that you're wearing your watch yeah all the time sleeping in the bed yes now i know that some of your watches have heavy lumen that's kind of annoying for your wife because she's told you the hell is that glowing? Is that your right, watch? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. I get that a lot with that uh, SNE 039, like the Lumo. Seiko. Like crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, boy. You should check out a a, a, a Seiko diver, man. Like right. a monster or Seiko SKX. I think your wife will probably kick you out of the room or tell you to just take your watch off. Right, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, I've changed the strap on the watch several times. I don't know how many times a day, but at least you going somewhere. You know what I mean? You went out to dinner, went to the club, did whatever, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm doing this shit sitting at home, playing freaking video games, man, looking at my damn wrist. You know and, what I mean? And, and, and tell me this. When you look at your wrist, do you actually check the time, or you're just looking at your wrist? Because I'm get just looking sh- at. I'm just looking. I at never even check the look. time. Honestly, right. like most of the time, I don't even check the time. When my wife goes, "Oh, what time is it?" I look at my phone, and she goes, "Don't you have right. a watch on?" Oh, that's right. Yeah, just uh, honestly, mm-hmm. I just I just look at this because it's pretty. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we're so concerned with accuracy and that. Oh, is it losing set? Well, I'm I'm not one of those guys, but right. only when I buy a watch, a vintage watch, I do watch it the first few days just to make sure yeah. it worked. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I could honestly care less. Like, I wore the oars for three days just to make sure. Yeah, but now I bet you anything, you probably won't even, when you look at it, you're just looking at it. You wouldn't even check the time on it. So, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. There's that smile. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, other news. So, let's, 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 I hope you enjoyed that. Everybody listening. Yeah. Let us know what you think. We wanted to talk about it. Um, yeah. can you reach that goal? I, I can't, I, uh, unless I, I absolutely fall out of love with watches, which I don't see happening. The thing is this, your grill is a Rolex Submariner. You don't care what year, you know what I'm saying? What reference, whatever, whatever. Yes. Correct. Correct. Now you get that goal, you get that grill, right? And then yep. let's say Rolex releases. Uh, and you're in a financial position where you can actually do it. And they released the Submariner of Submariners, right? You know what okay. I'm You're not going to be able to pass that up. Yeah, if I had the money, of course not. That's and what not... I'm saying. Like, you ain't going to be able to pass that up. So even your grail ain't enough because you want a bigger grail. You want Submariner of Submariners. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
this thing can put sugar in your coffee. It can do all kind of shit. <laughs> See, the, the craziest thing for me, P, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I was a car guy for such a long time growing up, right? Uh, early 20s until like I was 31 or something. So for like 10, no, probably 12 years, I was, I was a car guy. And I remember I got to a point where I got my okay job, right? And I was really into Honda. So JDM, I don't know if you... JDM, if you know what that means, was Japanese domestic market. So it's all these Japanese parts that you can't get in America and they're obsolete and they're super difficult to find. And I was into that kind of stuff, kind of, because I wasn't rich. But I remember at one point I was so into cars. I had three cars, three cars, one Miguel, three cars, and they were all fixed up. And I would, it would just bring me so much joy to open my window and see my three cars. Now, people are probably wondering, well, what, what cars did you have? I, I'm, I'm sure they, they, they want to know. So I'll tell you what they were. Honda S2000, mm. fixed up. It was a Honda Civic Si, what they call the EG. It was a 1993. It was mm. fixed up. And then I had purchased a Honda Civic uh em uh, em1 which is the 2000 version with uh and i think it was a was it the blue or the black and then i sold one of those and i got a crx honda crx si mm. so anyway at, at one point i was like you know i need to get rid of these things and the last car to leave my collection if you will was my honda s2000 and and uh at that point i remember it was it was a sad day even my wife believe it or not my wife at the time and we were we were pregnant about to have my son and that's the reason I sold it you know just because we we needed a family car and we needed the money and she actually cried and I was super surprised I was like what the heck and she's like yeah so many memories in that car you know and this is like I know there was your baby I know that you loved it and you fixed it up and it hurt you know until this day I still think about it and I'm like yeah I, I do miss that car but this story does have a point the point that I'm trying to make is that I got rid of the cars and it was difficult at first but honestly i can tell you that i haven't been a car guy for about five years i like cars but i am not obsessed with them i don't want to buy one i don't want to fix them up i have no desire to do any of those things a watch is different because it's a better budget you know you're not spending thousands of dollars you don't need a place to park it you don't need insurance on it it's just something that you could purchase very inexpensively so that's why i may be able to not be so addicted to watches maybe but the fact that they're so attainable some of them makes it difficult to say bye to the hobby if that makes any sense right so i mean do you want to get rid of this hobby, P? I mean, do you do you want to shake it off? Do you do you sometimes say, you know what? I wish I wasn't. I wish I like watches, but I wish I wasn't addicted to them, so no. that way I I wouldn't be thinking about these things all the time. No, because I mean, I think my wife would w- would say that she's glad I'm into this instead of other shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Yeah. You know, she she thinks this. I think she's, she's just happy that, that I'm a straight and narrow guy. You know what I mean? So does that mean that being a watch collector means that we're nerds? Kind of. Watch in nerd. a way. Watch, watch. 
Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're a watch nerd. Yeah, yeah. I know okay. you don't look at yourself as a watch nerd. You know what I'm saying? You was the cool kid in school, sitting at the cool table and shit. You know what I mean? But you're a nerd. You're a nerd, Miguel. Well, honestly, when I think of a watch nerd, I think of guys like Tim Mossel. Like somebody that's super knowledgeable, somebody that could spit out references and historical data and all these things. And I, I'm not there. I have a horrible memory. Guys, and, and a lot of times that we talk about watches here in the podcast, honestly, we do our research because mm-hmm. I don't remember. If you were to tell me on podcast number XXX, you talked about this watch. Do you remember the specs on that? Or do you? I'll be like, nope. And I don't care because it's not a watch in my collection and we were just talking about it because we kind of had to talk about it, you know? Right. But I I do remember some references and some calibers and stuff like that of things that that belong to me, some things don't. But yeah, I guess a watch nerd in terminology is somebody that's really into watches that you're a nerd, you know? But yeah, I guess. Did you participate in the Watch Nerd Olympics? Yes, I did. No, no, I wish. (laughs) I'll probably lose. I'll come in last. I wish I was like a watch savant, somebody that uses <laughs> But hey, we, we actually know some people that are pretty knowledgeable in the watch game. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to have them on the show. We just, we're, we're working out the logistics, but you will be very impressed with their knowledge. And they will make us look bad. But you know what? We have passion, P. That's all that we have, man. We have passion, P. Passion, P. But speaking of the things, so there's some news in the watch world about um so i know tudor released the the blue the bb58 but we're not going to talk about that because we got a friend that has a youtube channel right that owns the og and we want to bring him because since he actually owns the og we want to get his perspective on the new blue so don't think we're dismissing it don't think we're living under a rock we know about it everybody knows about it so we won't talk about that but the daddy of tudor rolex Mm -hmm. what's the word on the street p I don't know you tell me. Oh, ha Word on the street is that September, uh, I think September 1st, I don't remember the date, but September, sometime in September, they're going to be releasing new models. Uh-huh. So, and I heard that they're going to be shipping these watches to the ADs before the release. That way, when the release happens, you're able to go to the AD and pick them up. Sounds weird, right? But supposedly that's happening. So are we going to see some yeah. leaks? Are we going to see some leaks before? Yeah, maybe. And and you know what? Uh, Federico talks watches. I can't take credit. I saw a video and he said that. So uh, credit to my to my boy, Delray Watch. If you haven't checked them out, they do have some cool watches. We're not sponsored by them. I don't even think they know who we are, to be honest with you. Right. Him and okay. John. Okay. Is the Rolex Submariner reference... Um. One one four zero six zero. Um, Rolex won't confirm how many new models will be released on its site, but the brand could introduce the full lineup that had been planned in advance this year. Nice. Or could cherry pick a few select models from that group. So does that mean that the Rolex sub is getting a new movement? I think so. Yes. We will yeah. see. Will they yes, discontinue the models? Predictions are flying that the update <laughs> will be an upgrade on the movement from the yep. 3135 or the 3235, mm-hmm. increasing the power reserve and the timekeeping accuracy just in case Rolex decides to grant the watch collecting community wishes. 
which suggests you plan on staying very close to your laptop on September 1st and have your AD on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Oh, we will. We got our, we, we can max out our credit cards, right, Pete? We won't oh, get in trouble yeah. with hell our yeah. wives. Yeah, hell yeah, I can max it. Yeah, American Express, yeah. Yeah, you got a kidney, right? Yeah, <laughs> I give it up on Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, that's that's cool news. I mean, I mean, look, I'll be honest with you. When I hear news like that about Rolex, I don't get excited because I can't afford it, and a part of me is is just not excited. But in the same token, I love seeing new watches. But you know, Rolex they do some little subtle difference, and 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 that's a new watch for them. So that's not very exciting. Right, but and I guess the annoying part also is going to be that now every single YouTube channel is going to be talking about this, and maybe we'll make a video to get some subs and to get some views, maybe. But right. it's not my cup of tea, and I know it's not yours tea. We we right just now. and we don't we're not on 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 the Rolex hype, and we're not we're not Rolex fanboys to be honest. With you. We we love Rolex, but we're not fanboys. If anything, I mean, whatever I think, they whatever they got coming up it's been a long time coming yeah you know I mean and, and I think they the only one of, of, of the brands that ain't released nothing this year right I think I uh, so many brands release so many things on protected uh, Tudor all the did. major brands that is all the major brands yeah. no I th- yeah I think it's been so yeah they yeah, haven't yet one. so but they will I mean Basel World didn't happen that doesn't matter man it's a, this is a, this is the the new thing you know and it's cool. I mean, it's cool that uh, that they're going to release things, and I know they're they're super hush hush about everything, and and that's what makes them successful. They're kind of so secretive that nobody knows what's going on. So that's I I in my opinion think that's what makes them very successful. Right. The unknown, right? Mm-hmm. Or oh, whatever, man. Just uh, I'm interested to see what it's going to be like. You know what I mean? I wonder if they're going to discontinue that male gals. I always thought that watch was super cool with that second hand and, and the anti-magnetic and all that, but it's, it's kind oh, of one of those. What's favorite watch? What boy? What favorite uh, Rolex? Uh, 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 Alpha M. Really? Yeah, he did a video on the male gals, I think. Yeah, he did a video on the male gals. Are you sure it wasn't the movement watch that he thought was nah, better than a Rolex? <laughs> I think he got like two or three mil gal. Different huh. colors, Interesting. Colors. Interesting. I wonder if the anti-magnetic properties help, uh, you know, with, with it not getting magnetized with all the dildos he owns, but sent by movement watch. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. This is a family show. Miguel, keep it PG. What are you talking about? Oh man! Oh. You should listen to some of the conversations that we have off air. Mm. Mm. But yeah, Pete, very, let's talk other good. things. Let's talk yeah. other things. <laughs> what do you, what you got? What you got? What that? Yeah, you know nothing. Uh, we no. Did I watch a movie? I watched a movie on Netflix, and it was stupid. Of some girl and she went to mexico about an email i don't i don't care to look it up on google it was my wife watching that movie it was very very stupid and it was a waste of time but she liked it so what i do have to say is coronavirus i know everybody's tired of hearing of it and including myself 
but it was just in, we were just informed that the governor is going to close everything down again. So salons, barbershops, churches, so on, so forth. And it's all because of dumb people that just don't care. I know this for a fact because I've heard people say, I might have the coronavirus, but I'm not going to get tested because if I do, that means I can't go to work and I can't do my regular thing and I can't afford that. I heard that. Not on the news, in person. I heard somebody on the phone and they were telling somebody else. And I talked to a lot of different people and they tell me the same thing. Some people just don't care. Some people think, they don't think it's made up, but they think they're, they're just overhyped. Ah, it's not, you know, it does, it's not going to happen. We're not going to get it. But Well, so far I've known two people that have gotten, actually more than two people that have gotten it. So yeah, I know that it's not mm. a joke. I know that it's real. Yeah, so it's real. I just got to say, hey, wear your face mask. Don't be a douche. Don't be that person that you think you're above everything else and that the coronavirus is not going to get you or that the the face mask doesn't fit with your fashion sense or with your outfit. Stop it. We got to look out for each other. Right. And I'm sure you have family. If you don't get sick or if you get sick and you don't die, guess what? I'm sure you got a grandma, a grandpa, a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister, a friend that potentially may have an underlying condition that maybe they don't even know about. So do us all a favor. Stop being such a dumbass and wear a mask. Yeah. Not, not only does it protect you, it protects us. We protect each other. Absolutely. And, and me out of respect, I wear a mask out of respect. I know I don't have Rona, but guess what? I want to make you feel comfortable. If I'm in a meeting, if I'm in the grocery store, if I'm whatever, I'm respectful enough to know that, you don't know me. You may think that I have something. So guess what? Out of respect, I'm wearing a mask. So do the same for us, people. Right. Did I tell you the story about the uh, the pubic hair? Uh, I, yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did. You were coughing and people were looking at you weird, thinking that you had the coronavirus. Yeah, I think right. you... But yeah, I'm sure yeah. you got more stories. You want to you right. share did a different I say story? That one? Did I tell that one on the podcast? Yes, already? you did. Okay, yes, you did. Him. I ain't gonna tell him no more. No. Yeah, I yes, you did. But but say another no one. Man. Come on, you're an interesting guy. I ain't got no more Corona stories, man. That's fine. We'll talk about thought, something. Else. I thought I had a Corona scare yesterday, though. Uh talk about it. I thought I had a Corona scare. Uh, I had ate some Popeyes chicken. Mm-mm. Popeyes chicken for everybody outside of the U.S. Tell them what that is. Popeyes chicken is it's great fucking chicken, <laughs> fried chicken. Now, before you, before you go on, why don't we, hey, if you're thinking, uh, if you're thinking that my boy is P, my boy P is black and that's why he eats fried chicken, that's very stereotypical. But, I but it's true. But, but it's I true because you guys love, love the damn fried, fried chicken. chicken. I love fried chicken, okay? <laughs> Man. So I got, I wasn't feeling well. I'm like, oh shit, like, oh my God, I think I got corona. So I said, I got to quarantine myself. So I went down the basement, quarantined myself. My wife called my doctor. So when I woke up this morning, I was feeling fine. Like, wasn't nothing wrong. So uh, my doctor called and they got now, like how we're on a Zoom call, they have these first doctor visits. 
You know what I mean? Like through the Zoom call. So I'm talking to my doctor. And he like, I think it's safe to say if you feel great right now, it probably was the chicken that done it. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, did you feel like sick from like the flu or was it more your stomach? It was just like, I think I over-exaggerated and it was like the placebo syndrome. I kind of imagined it. <laughs> you know what wow. I mean? Wow. Wow. So- corona and all that shit. He's the one that wrote, in case you don't know, he's the author of the book, The Secret. So he Man. attracts. <laughs> Yo. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? My stupid ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to just stay the fuck away from Popeye's chicken. All right. I think you just need to get out of your head, man. I, that's happened to me before. Uh, you know, I feel a little scratch in my throat. I'm like, oh, my God, did I get the coronavirus? Right. But I'm like, from where? How? I protect myself. I wash my hands. But I mean, you never know. It could happen. But. But yeah, man. All right. Cool. 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 Well, we, we covered a lot of things. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this is typically how our calls always uh, go off the podcast. We just straight up real, a lot more cursing from peace. And I, I don't curse myself. Well, I've actually you considered dumbass. And I know I said the B word before that. I guess I curse a little bit, but not, not to the extent of my boy P. He's on a different level and that's why we all I'm love him so much expressive about my shit absolutely you know I, I love it just be yourself man absolutely so anyway we will bring some more podcasts your way let us know if you like this leave us a comment on whatever platform you're listening on because that definitely helps the algorithm Ooh, that's a big word algorithm mm. uh, help promote our show and more people could potentially listen to us mm-hmm. episode 35 show some love Absolutely. We, we need to keep growing. We need to keep going. And, uh, and I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. So P, let's tell the people again, where can they find your YouTube channel and your Instagram? Uh, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Facebook, Ross Wristwatch Love. You can find me there. Hit your boy up. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm working on uh, a review for my vintage Timex Marlin. 1966 so super cool that's next coming out the pipeline so just holler at me on instagram looking forward to it socal watch reviews on instagram on youtube and for all my hispanic folks listening relojando uh i have come on roll your r's come on relojando come on (laughs) <laughs> so same thing that i do on my spanish i'm on my english channel i'm sorry same footage and everything i just throw a little bit of spanish in there for all my hispanic folks and help us grow we we definitely want to want to be want to be known in the in the watch uh community like i said before maybe not as the most knowledgeable guys but the most humble guys so with that said p why don't we sign off yeah we signing out we out of the building yeah everybody Peace. take care And uh, remember, my friends, stay humble.